People put that order out and said that's what they wanted when they voted. And by the way, not one Republican since we came in office in the United States Senate voted for any of that. So people got what they wanted. So people got what they wanted and you're getting what you want right now because I'm Dave Rubin and this is the Rubin Report and it is July 25th, 2022 and we're live streaming on Rumble, YouTube and Blaze TV. Tap the subscribe button and live on. Uh, I had an absolutely great weekend. I hope you did as well. I hope you took my advice, my Friday advice. It's always the same, which is spend a little less time on the machines. I hope you did that and uh, did whatever it is you do in the real world as opposed to the metaverse or staring into this little black mirror. Uh, but I really had a great weekend. I was uh, co-hosting the Sunshine Summit with Lisa Booth. You guys know Lisa Booth from Fox News. And uh, I got to intro uh, the governor and Senator Marco Rubio. Uh, should we throw some, some videos first? Here's, we had a day long summit. So it was all these Florida politicians and we had a couple of debates. Mark Levin was there. It was really just wonderful. It's just like, what is Florida all about and how are we gonna remain the free state of Florida? I think first we've got a video, a quick little video of me and Lisa on stage with the crazy crowd. So throughout the day, they had Floridian politicians come up there and candidates come up and talk about their vision for Florida and how they want to fight the federal government and how we're never going to bring back mandates and all of these things. And it was very cool. Mark Levin then hosted a debate between a bunch of Floridian politicians uh, who want to be state senators and, and Congress people, et cetera, et cetera, and asked really hard questions. It got pretty heated at times. It was, it was really uh, just wonderful. And then at night, they had a uh, massive gala dinner that Lisa and I hosted, and I got to bring on uh, Senator Marco Rubio and uh, the governor. I think we have a little video of me bringing on uh, that Ron DeSantis fella. That's just a little bite for you. We're working on getting the video. I did about three or four minutes for each, uh, the senator and the governor. And then we got a couple pictures throughout the evening. There's the governor and I. It sort of looks like somebody, put, put that back. Could somebody, could both of those people be running for president? Who knows what's going on here? Uh, and then of course, uh, what else do we have here? That's the governor giving the talk. It was really just, just a spectacular evening. I think we got one or two more. Oh, then I was on uh, Kaylee McInerney's show on Fox Nation over at Turning Point USA. So I, I drove across the straight and uh, drove across the state in the middle of the night and uh, did Turning Point uh, Student Action Summit, which was really fantastic. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. It was just a, just a great weekend. There's me and Marco Rubio and Lisa Booth. Okay, I'm doing a lot of self-promotion today. This feels a little, nah, it was fun. It was fun. All right, I had fun. I like to share it with you. Okay, big deal. Uh, anyway, this is a big week around here because as you guys know, I'm about to go off the grid. I disappear for August. This is my, I believe it's my sixth August off the grid. No phone, no iPad, no computer, no television, no technology. I will touch lights, uh, but that's about it. And uh, we are going to finish up strong this week. So it's our last week of DMs. We've got obviously some interviews and other things. Uh, and then I dip out for August. This August obviously is, is particularly special because we're about to have a baby. And uh, obviously we'll have a lot of family around us. Usually I kind of disappear into some sort of Caribbean 
place somewhere on the edge of the universe, but we'll be right home hunkering down, nesting, as they say, and preparing for baby things, softening corners around the house, making sure we got baby food and diapers and all those things. I have a lot of diapers in my house for the first time. That's what's going on around here. Uh, so we'll have a big show on Friday with the q and I'll go for a couple hours. We're going to do something very, uh, special and exclusive for the locals community as well before I go off, probably involving tequila. Uh, and then I will uh, refresh and reset the brain and be back on September 1st live from our new in-person studio in Miami. Uh, Locals is building studios right now. We've already lined up the guests, but it's gonna be a surprise for that day. Uh, And then I will be, throughout the year, I'll be doing more in-person interviews like the old days now that we have the studio there. And we've got a couple other announcements and cool things that are happening that we'll share with you. Anyway, okay, that's enough promo for today. What are we doing today? Well, uh, the elderly man pretending to be president has COVID despite getting two shots, four boosters. Uh, the other elderly man who is the chief liar about COVID the entire way through, uh, that's uh, Lord Fauci, of course, uh, he had COVID too. And the theme of today's show is that their hypocrisy, their constant lying about everything, the fact that they believe in narrative over truth actually has real world consequences, when people just push policies that make no sense because they just feel it is right, as opposed to analyzing the data like we kind of did here in Florida, uh, then bad things tend to happen. So we're going to contrast sanity with insanity and see how we feel in about a half hour. Before I get to any of that, let me talk to you guys about real estate agents I trust. You guys know that buying or selling a home is already one of the most stressful things you can do, and it can be 10 times worse if you're not working with the right agent. Usually our homes are our biggest investment, which of course is a ton of responsibility, and you need an agent who takes that seriously. That's why I recommend real estate agents I trust. They work with only the best agents in every market. They do their homework. They talk to every agent before inviting them to join their network. And here's a big one. They only work with full-time pros, no part-time or inexperienced agents. Their team makes the introduction and then they follow you through the buying or selling process to make sure that you're satisfied. The agents they work with have long track records and are the best sellers in their field. They're part of this audience. They share your values and they're almost anywhere you wanna go. Just go to realestateagentsitrust.com and provide them with some basic info. Their team will contact you to make an introduction to a preferred agent in your town and then you move. And let me tell you this, we have gotten many emails from the fine folks over at Real Estate Agents I Trust about people that are moving to Florida because of this show. So I'm very excited about that. It doesn't get any better than that. Okay, now let's get to the show. So Joe Biden is the elderly man pretending to be president. He's uh, breaking down far faster than anyone anticipated. You may remember that last week he accidentally said that he had cancer, which was only news for about two minutes because basically everybody was like, no, 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 you don't have cancer, you just have dementia. But we all keep pretending that he is functioning and that he's really running the country when it's obvious that he isn't. But in any event, they announced he had COVID a couple days ago. And then this video came out. This is from the day before they announced he had COVID. So he had COVID in the video I'm showing you now. Okay, so why am I showing you that? That's not that interesting. There he is gingerly walking off, but uh, he's not wearing a mask. He's shaking people's hands. You guys know that he always coughs very specifically in his hand too. So we know that there are germs everywhere. Okay, I don't even care about COVID anymore, but you guys get it. If you're, if you're playing by their set of rules, the day before they announced he had COVID, he's out there, he's shaking hands, coughing, all of the usual stuff. 
And you may remember, for those of you that have a bit of a memory, you may remember during COVID, COVID, when COVID was really happening and they were, you know, locking us down and all of those crazy things, uh, there was this big thing that if you got COVID, you had to tell other people so that they could trace it and track it. And if you, you know, if a kid got COVID in third grade, they'd shut down the school for weeks and all of this nonsense. Well, now, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the black lesbian press secretary, she was asked, well, what about where he got it and who he's been talking to and has he touched people and all that stuff? Where exactly was the infected? Where was he infected? I, I don't think we know. Um, I certainly don't know if you, if you have any thoughts I, on I, it. Look, I, I don't think that, that matters, right? I think what matters is we prepared for this moment. I think what matters uh, is what Dr. Jha just laid out. Okay, so Dr. Shah, he doesn't know where he got it. And, and Corinne Jean-Pierre, who cares? So what? He has COVID, who cares? These people are absolute clowns. When your children got COVID, they cared and they made sure that your school was gonna be notified and there were endless emails and they wanted us to snitch on each other and all of these things. But now the 80 year old man who is basically dead man walking. He pretty much looks like the Crypt Keeper at this point, okay? On top of all of the other problems that he has, he now has COVID, but we don't care where he got. Did he get it in Israel? Did he get it in Saudi Arabia? Did he get it on the plane? Did he get it when they were, uh, you know, injecting him with whatever they inject him with every night? Who knows, but who cares? And actually, I'd like to thank them. I would like to thank our black lesbian secretary, press secretary, Jean Corinne Pierre, because I don't care. And I want to remember not to care next time you tell us to care, right? So next time they tell you when, when they bring back COVID, right? When they bring back COVID and they tell you, well, where'd you get it? And we better check into this and follow you with that. And you better have a tracker on your phone and GPS and yada, yada, yada. Sorry, I don't care. I don't care very much. Don't care. Uh, then, uh, Dr. Jha, and he is, uh, in charge of Biden's health apparently right now. Uh, they asked him how, uh, Joe is doing with the COVID. He slept well last night. Uh, he ate his breakfast and lunch. I fully, he actually showed me his plate. Didn't ask about the menu, but I did see an empty plate with crumbs and... It's so funny. The guy that we know that's not president, who would they, they would never allow to hold a phone, who can't speak or read or function in any way you would want the president to function. He showed me his plate. He ate all his peas. Ridic and they're all laughing because they all know it's ridiculous. Everyone, Jean knows it's ridiculous. The clowns in the press know it's ridiculous. Everyone knows it's completely ridiculous. And why does everyone know it's completely ridiculous? Because the hypocrisy is just out there, right? And again, I think this is actually good. The, it's all crumbled in such a way that everyone is just looking at all of this going, boy, this is all nonsense. The, the vaccines don't work. The, the transmission, whether you're six feet away or three feet away, the masks don't work. Now we're realizing that there are plenty of side effects, all of the stuff. So everyone, all they can do is laugh at it. Oh, the old man cleaned his plate. This is very exciting. We mushed his piece, drooling, okay. Speaking of uh, trustworthy and qualified doctors though, as we show you Dr. Ja, uh, here is Dr. Fauci on Fox News this weekend. And Brett Baer did a fine job smacking him down. As you mentioned, he's twice vaccinated, twice boosted, still got infected. The message, you know, over the past couple of days, really the past couple of months, is that 
Listen, everybody's going to get this. Uh, take a listen. People are vaccinated and boosted. Sooner or later, as we begin to live with it, virtually everybody is going to wind up getting exposed and likely get infected. This is this is, uh, you know, everyone was at some point, everyone's going to get COVID. All right. So, Dr. Fauci, if that's the case, why are there any mandates anymore for vaccines or masks or anything? Well, you have to look at it in, in several different uh, pillars, Brett. When you talk about the fact that inevitably, if people have to function out in society, given the high degree of transmissibility of this virus, it is going to infect someone who doesn't have a high degree of protection. Okay, so Fauci just says nothing. Uh, we discussed where we were going to cut that clip. I mean, he just says nothing. Yes, we all accept that COVID exists. We all accept that the flu exists. We all accept that every now and again, you twist your ankle. Does the government have any right to mandate you to do anything? The answer to that is no. And just remember it, just remember it, because when these, these clown people are now masking up again in Los Angeles and in San Diego, and they're starting to shut things down again in certain spots in California, and they will do it, they will gladly do it, and a certain amount of people, they will get spanked and they will say, thank you, sir, may I have another? But the fact that Fauci even shows up to any of these cable news shows, the man is completely shameless. Let's not forget that Joe Biden and Anthony Fauci are both double vaxxed and have had two booster shots and they both got COVID. Okay. And there is, despite what they say, and please correct me if I'm wrong, and I will gladly, someone in the comments, show me the study somewhere that shows, show me the real study that over a year's worth of time where they did true studies on this, that if you get the vaccine, that you will not get COVID uh, as, as strongly. That's what, that's what the meme is, right? I would have been much sicker if I didn't. There's just no evidence of that. There just isn't. They all say it, but there's no evidence of it. Fauci knows it, which is why he always talks about things in very sort of amorphous terms, right? He never actually talks to you about numbers and ages and all those things. He get, well, there's a certain amount of variability in the movie. Anyway, here's Joe Biden a while back, not too long ago, actually, just a couple months ago, uh, talking about the unvaxxed because they're devil worshippers. So there's no excuse, no excuse for anyone being unvaccinated. This continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So we got to make more progress. Okay. It was never a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I'm unvaccinated. You unvaccinated. You unvaccinated. You unvaccinated. I know you all are, but I was just freaking out for a second. I thought maybe they got vaccinated. I don't know what you guys do on the weekend. I let you roam free. Could have done anything. Uh, it was never a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Personally, I have never been prouder than I, that I stood up to it. There were many times that I was pressured in a gajillion different ways. And, I, and what a horrific choice uh, all sorts of people had to make. I mean, people that were the frontline workers, right? That were the people that we were told we need the most uh, that then got pushed into doing it and people didn't want to lose their jobs and everything else. But the message here is that the hypocrisy uh, and all of the policies, the lockdowns, keeping people out of work, keeping people on Zoom, making everybody sort of depressed and not really functioning, it has done major damage. I don't know if you've heard about it, guys, but we're having some problems with the economy. And 
Believe it or not, I think, you know, I'm not an economist, but I think some of it has to do with the way we did things when COVID was really going on. And instead of just letting people catch COVID or making people make their choices, we just decided to stop the world. The world was spinning on its axis and we stopped it. Uh, so here's Janet Yellen. Uh, and Janet Yellen, she is the treasury secretary. She's supposed to know a little something about the economy or money. And you may remember, we've showed you this video many times. She was very hopeful that a recession wasn't coming, which is, which is nice to hear. I'm hopeful that it's not gonna happen. It's like, lady, do you have a chart? Are you able to, do you have a spreadsheet, Excel? Are you able to look at any of this? Carry the one, an abacus, anything, lady? Uh, but now she's gone from hope to realizing that, yeah, it's on the way. GDP will be closely watched. Um, a, a common definition of recession is two negative quarters of GDP growth, or at least that's something that's been true in past recessions. When we've seen that, mm -hmm. there has usually been a recession. And many economists uh, expect second quarter GDP to be negative. First quarter GDP was negative. Okay, so what you need to know on this is basically a recession is when we have two quarters in a row that are negative, which we know, now know we're going to have, right? We know we're going to have it, and plenty of people have been talking about it for quite some time. Actually, if you want to watch my interview last week with Patrick Bet David from Valuetainment TV, he talks about it. Like, it, it, it was pretty obvious that was going to happen, but Janet Yellen had hope. Uh, we found this. We thought this would be interesting to contrast with. Here's Janet Yellen herself. This is two months ago talking about her diagnosis of the economy from a year before that. Is it a mistake, Madam Secretary, to downplay this inflation risk? Did that contribute to the problems we're all seeing right now? Well, um, look, I, I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. As I mentioned, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted uh, energy and food prices and um, supply bottlenecks that have affected our economy bad. Unforeseen, who could have seen this? Who could have seen that if you print all kinds of money, if you lock people out of work, if you close businesses, if you do all that stuff, who could have seen it? Who, I mean, does this, I mean, get this woman a magic eight ball. This woman needs help, okay? I mean, how could somebody have possibly envisioned that there would be some problems here? But that's the thing, these people are either all completely incompetent or trying to do it intentionally. In her case, she doesn't strike me as evil, so I don't know what's going on there. Like, it, it, did she just become completely incompetent? She was thought of, I think, as somewhat reputable, but, but who could have possibly known we just print a shit ton of money, that money might be worth less, I'm shocked. Here's Gabe Pete. I'm still astonished that, that some folks, uh, and, and uh, I felt this, I uh, was testifying in Congress yesterday, um, some folks seem to really uh, struggle to let go of the status quo. Do you see what he's doing there? Now, Gay Pete, I think, is probably, in some ways, he's, Biden, it's like he's just mentally compromised. Okay, fine. Uh, then you have a bunch of other people. It's like Yellen, she had some sort of pedigree, is not very good at her job. Gay Pete got hired because he's gay. That's why I call him Gay Pete. He had no right or resume to, to be the transportation secretary. But he has turned out to be, he's just sort of the perfect politician because he is such a classic leftist, smug, arrogant, I'm better than you, I know what's you person. What he's saying there is these people who won't get electric cars, they're defending the status quo. Not everyone can get an electric car. Michael, can I get some prices on electric cars? How much is, give me like the base model Tesla and give me, I don't even know what another, give me some other electric car, like a Volt. Well, they, the Volt got discontinued. 
but give me some rough numbers on that. The point is most people cannot afford these things. Some people can, and it's up to you to make that decision. So I'm told for a Tesla, it's about 40 grand for a Model 3. That's like the, the base model level. It's about 60 grand for a Model Y, and it's about 100 grand for a Model X. Most people cannot afford that. And most people don't make all their decisions because a bunch of politicians who've never accomplished anything have said that the, uh, that the oceans are gonna raise while they live on the edge of the ocean. So these people are just profoundly terrible. But speaking of profoundly terrible people, uh, here is video of uh, a woman by the name of Mara Gay. And she, you may remember her, I'm gonna talk about my personal clash with her in just a moment. Uh, she is a writer for the New York Times who often calls everyone racist. That's her main thing, everyone's racist. Uh, and uh, what does she think is happening right now? Well, she's on the televised mental institution of MSNBC explaining that it's not because of all the printing of the money and all that stuff. It's really because, you know, it's the people on the right, they're mean. Unfortunately, the right wing um, media has been all too quick to, uh, <laughs> to blame non-white Americans, to blame democratic institutions. And uh, it's essentially, you know, if we don't control it, well then, let's burn the whole thing down. And, and that's what this is, this is about power. And so there are some people in America who are more interested in having power than democracy. Mm. Okay, so everything they say, everything they say is a lie, right? It is confession through projection. Everything they say is a lie. Um, who is blaming non-white Americans for what's going on here? Have you guys heard anyone blame non-white Americans? Anyone? No. Who's, oh, those brown people are the ones printing all the money. They're the ones that destroyed the supply chain. No, nobody's saying this. They make up this nonsense. And actually, if you go back later and you watch clips, she's kind of laughing as she says it at the beginning because she knows it's nonsense. You know who's doing it? And I hate to play the identity politics game. It's old white liberals like Janet Yellen and Joe Biden that are doing it and whoever's pulling their strings. So I'll throw Barack Obama in there even though he's not white or he's half white or something, I don't really care. Anyway, I don't like this Myra Gay girl very much and it reminded me when I saw the clip, you may remember this from about a year ago. Uh, if you look at the bottom there, that's a New York Times piece. She did an interview with Andrew Yang who, who was a failed presidential candidate who had an embarrassingly pathetic uh, run for the New York City mayoral race. And in the interview that she did with him, uh, she referred to this show as the Dave Rubin Show, which it's called the Rubin Report, FYI. Uh, and she said that I regularly host white supremacists. Uh, so I kind of went off on her over there. Uh, she did not issue an apology nor a correction, but that's just how these people operate. Um, can I get the list of white supremacists we've had on the show? I'm trying to throw a dinner party on Friday and I'd love to get a bunch of people over here. What do white, what do white supremacists eat? I feel like it's a, lot, it's a lot of white, a lot of Wonder Bread. It's probably a lot of Wonder Bread and butter or something. Um, anyway, these people are just silly. You guys get it. They're just silly, silly people. And they lie about everything, right? They're hypocrites and they lie about everything. So speaking about uh, lying about everything, here's Kamala Harris, who is waiting to be president, uh, lying about, of course, what's happening right here in Florida. So these are issues that impact young people because as we all know, your, your right to vote and the action of voting unlocks all the other rights, including same-sex marriage, including whether we're going to stand up against a law that says don't say gay, basically restricting kindergarten through third grade teachers in Florida to be able to love openly and teach what they believe is important for people to understand. They're so deep in the bullshit 
They're just so deep in the bullshit. So first off, there is no law. There is no law across the country being pushed by Republicans stopping anyone from voting. There are some legislatures that are trying to make it more sensible to vote, meaning you have to have an ID to vote. You have to match signatures to vote. You got to have a camera in the place where they're counting the votes. So these people are lying about that. And by the way, when they do that, they're the racists because the implication is that somehow this is to stop black people from voting and black people can't get IDs. I know a couple black people. They all have IDs because I always ask them to see it. Okay. That's <laughs> so stupid. It's all so stupid. Um, but not only that, then of course what she says there, that uh, somehow in Florida, we're stopping teachers from loving who they want to love. Comp also nonsense. Also, she knows it's not called the don't say gay bill. What, I mean, you guys have been through this a million times, right? It's about you wouldn't want a 45-year-old teacher, whether he was male or female or male and female or female and male, or he was a they, they, or a thee, them, or whether he was a furry or a puppy or whatever, you wouldn't want that person or peoples, whatever they call themselves, talking to a six-year-old about gender or sex or sexuality in a room privately and not reporting it to the parents. That's what it's about, but Kamala Harris is a liar because she is a Democrat and that's all they've got at this point. I know that sounds very partisan, but show me a Democrat who isn't a chronic liar and I will gladly put them on this show. Uh, so what do you do? What do you do about all of that? You, what you do is you stare it down and you tell the truth. Ron DeSantis. When they keep talking about don't say gay, they're implying that gay people want gender ideology. Yep. And I don't think that's true. I think that's playing into a stereotype. I think the people that want gender ideology in elementary school are leftists. Yep. That's the only people that want it. Nobody else uh, in this country wants it. That is the distinction. That is the distinction. I know a couple gay people. I'm married to one, okay? And they don't want this nonsense. I have to say, you know, I was at the turning point uh, student Action Summit on Sunday, that was yesterday, and I gave my talk. I, somebody asked me a question about Florida and gay and don't say gay and all that, which we're working on getting the video. We'll show it to you completely unedited. But I met many gay conservatives there. They are treated equally like everybody else. And what does it mean even when they say that they're conservatives, these people? They basically just believe in reality. They believe in sanity. That's what brings them there. And are they unlikely conservatives or unlikely Republicans? Someone like me even? I suppose... I suppose, but if my choice is a roughly sane party and a, a bunch of woke, insane lunatics, well, then it's not even a choice. It's just not a choice. So what DeSantis said there is right. And it's a defense of gay people. This is why gay people should be the most outraged about this gender nonsense. What he's saying is don't conflate the average gay person who just wants to live their life uh, freely like every other citizen. Don't conflate them with a leftist who wants to groom these kids or whatever it is that they want to do uh, and, and, and infect and completely uh, destroy these six-year-olds' brains so they don't know what is real, right? I mean, don't let them do that. And that's not what most uh, gay people want. It's not what most straight people want. It's not what most sane people want. It's what woke lunatics and Democrats want. <laughs> that really is true. Uh, so what else do you do? Uh, you also take on... Uh, the wokesters, wherever they are, whether they're trying to infect your kids' brains with gender stuff or whether they're trying to destroy their ability to understand basic things like, say, math. We also see things like, I will have math books sent to my Department of Education for review, these textbooks, and they will do things like woke math. And I'm thinking to myself, two plus two equals four. 
It's not two plus two, well, let's have a struggle session over that, how do you feel about it? No, 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 there's a right answer here. Uh, and it's not about injecting ideology into concepts like math. So what we did at the Department of Education was we sent the books back. We said we don't want all these other uh, concepts injected into our math. And you know what happened? Partly because we're a big state and they need the market, but these textbook companies had no other choice but to take the woke out and send us back normal math books. And so we're winning. See that? If you do the right thing, then they will fold. But you have to do it. You have to do it. Not just Ron DeSantis, you have to do it. And you know what the other thing about this is? This was, gives us a great segue to this video that I've been want, trying to figure out where to throw it in so we could show it to you because I just thought it was so fantastic. If you stand up to the mob, if you do the right thing, if you say the truth, if you stand up straight with your shoulders back, if you clean your room, and if you don't fear them, you might actually get stronger. You might actually put some order into the world, like this guy. It looks like I'm faced by an overwhelming opposition, but simply not true. I just wrote an article for The Telegraph, which was the most devastating article I could write. I thought I was done for by writing it. I basically called for the jailing of the butchering surgeons who are doing gender reassignment surgery, so-called, on minors. And I called the American Psychological Association a pack of spineless, cowardly liars. And that's pretty cut and dried, I would say. And all of the comments are positive. And so there's a tiny minority of people who take issue with what I say from time to time, and they're very noisy, and many of them are journalists, especially female British journalists, as it turns out. But what that seems to manifest itself in, in the public domain is nothing. I've had no protests to speak of on this tour. We've gone to 60 cities, I think, in three months. A handful of protesters. That's it. Speak the truth. Follow reality. Don't fear the opposition. That's how you reveal their hypocrisy. But not just that. That is how you build the new world that we're all trying to get to. That's how you build the bridge to get to the other side of this thing. And I can tell you, after being at the Sunshine Summit here in Florida over the weekend, we are building that bridge right here. We're building the new promised land right here. Uh, and I'm thrilled and honored to be right in the thick of that. And wherever you are watching this, whether you are in Canada uh, with Trudeau or whether you're in California with Newsom, and I will put some money in the jar for that, um, you got to figure out what you got to do because nobody's going to save you but yourself. So that is the Monday message. Stick around for a cold close in just a moment. Uh, it is Meme Monday over at the Rubin Report Locals community. Here's the one that I put up. My buddy from high school sent me this one over the weekend. I thought it was perfect. Hi, I'm Howard Cosell and I just looked into the future and you're not going to believe the shit I'm about to tell you. And you can figure out who that is. That is, uh, of course, Bruce Jenner to his left, and that is O.J. Simpson o. O. Simpson to his right. Pretty spectacular. A couple comments from the uh, Rubin Report Locals community. Uh, Kathy says, does anyone remember the Lemonhead candy? It looks like Yellen. I remember Lemonheads. It looks like Yellen. Like she looks like a, a, a little candy, or did, was something on the box? There's something there? I gotta look into that, okay. Uh, Talway says, writer for the New York Times is code these days for writes more fantasy than C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien combined. Yeah, I mean, writer for the New York Times. It's just like, yeah, you're a fiction writer. You are a complete 
fiction writer who gets TV gigs on MSNBC. That's how it works. Amy says, did you see all the reports that vaccine stocks soared after the WHO declared monkeypox a world health emergency? Yes, I saw this weekend, the WHO, love those guys. They are now saying that monkeypox is a, uh, a world health emergency. Don't have an orgy with a bunch of people you don't know. Guys, I'm talking to you, the three of you today, okay? I don't know where you guys go when you leave here, okay? No orgies today, all right? Uh, guys, if you wanna join us. <laughs> you know what? It's not just for these three, it's for everybody. Guys, no orgies today, just ease up, relax, okay? Take, you know, take a shower, for God's sakes. Uh, if you wanna join us for chat during the show, go to rubenreport.locals.com. Don't forget the big off-the-grid live stream is this Friday, and then I dip out of here, have a kid, and see what happens. Uh, okay, that's, a, that's it for today. I think it was a fine Monday. Enjoy the rest of your day, and here's a little cold close for you. Great news, the vaccine is on its way. Oh, really? That's right, and it's a brand new mRNA vaccine, so. mRNA, that's never been done before, right? Oh no, it's been done before. It just never made it out of the testing phase because all of the animals kept dying, but, uh, but it'll be different this time. How so? Well, we're not gonna do the animal testing, so. So you're just gonna go straight to testing on humans? You can say that. I mean, even so, don't most vaccines take years to develop and decades to test? It's here, the vaccine is here. Uh, already? That's right, it's here and it's 100% effective. No transmission, no infection, and you don't have to wear a mask or stay locked down anymore. Wow, really? Yep, I mean, except for the things about the mask and lockdown, yep. Uh, okay, but it's 100% effective? That's right, 90% effective, and frankly, 85% effectiveness is really incredible. Oh, so it's only like 85% effective? Eh, not quite, it's uh, more like 75%, but hey, 65% still very good. I mean, they said we'd never even get to 50% effectiveness, and we did, almost. So 40%, really great achievement. So it's only like 40% effective now? Eh, for a bit. A, a bit? I mean, it wears off, so. Well, after how long? Eh, like four to six. Four to six what? Booster shots a year. Okay, so it really only works like right after you get the shot. Well, not right after, because we don't even consider you vaccinated until two weeks after your second shot, so. Okay, so it takes like a month for the shots to work, but it wears off, and even then it only gives you mild protection, but you have to get boosters that also wear off. You still have to wear a mask, and you can still get COVID, and you still have to stay home, and there are rare but serious side effects, and all of this over a virus that has a survival rate of over 99.5%. Whoa, 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 I never said anything about uh, serious side effects. Uh, are there, though? Uh, certainly none I've ever discussed. Yeah, but have there been reports of serious side effects? No, 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 I mean, it, except for like AIDS or whatever. Did you say AIDS? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, basically you like get AIDS and then there's this heart thing where your heart explodes and sometimes half your face falls asleep forever and uh, almost everybody gets extreme nausea and pain at the site of the injection. Sometimes they just die right there at the injection site, but we're not sure that's caused by the vaccine, so we will not be looking into it. I, I cannot believe that pharmaceutical companies would actually release this to the American people. Oh no, it's totally fine. They're completely indemnified against any wrongdoing, so they'll be fine. Right. Look, a vaccine is literally the only plan I have. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. 